Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Psalm 50 verse 5. Let's, let's read together. Shall we go and go? Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by what? Sacrifice. We are talking about the blessing of sacrifice, part five. The blessing of sacrifice, part five. Please take your seat. Here we see in the scripture, a call made for all saints to gather together. It's a level. There's a level that everyone who has accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and their personal Savior cannot be excluded from a certain level of call, a certain level of blessing. Once you are in Christ, you are exclusively included in the call to blessing. This blessing is key, and this call is key, that as a saint... You are qualified into the big pool of God's call and God's blessing. But then again, in that scripture, a differentiation is made to make us understand that when a person is called and qualified for the blessing, there is something that is required of you in order for you to go deeper into the blessing. So when God calls you and I, or when we become born again, when God calls you into the bigger pool of the blessing, you have to learn how to swim. It will surprise you that not everyone who lives by the beach knows how to swim deeper. Some will just swim by the shore. But if you go to the seaside, you see that some people can swim with their back. They do butterfly. They can swim and go into deeper waters. They can float underwater regardless of the waves they are not afraid of the boisterous sea and by they are because they have developed the skill of swimming and not every fisherman knows how to swim so it is important that as a child of god you understand that born by the sea or into the sea does not mean you have developed the capability of swimming deeper so gather all the saints. We have been gathered. This is by the sea. But not everyone. I know a guy. We used to call him a core body. Guy eats only gari. Gari is his favorite food. And he had eye challenges. The eye gives pause. But the guy doesn't eat. The gari is all he eats. A fisherman. Father is a fisherman. Mother is a fishwoman. And he is a fisherman. And you see the fishermen that go to the sea. When there is a challenge, let's say the net has been entangled by some form of material under the sea and they need to disentangle the net. Not every fisherman in the boat 
is allowed to jump into the sea. Especially in deep sea. Because there are different levels of swimming abilities when it comes to the deep sea. Now this guy that I'm talking about, he can swim and I'm talking about he can go under the water here as he jumps inside like this. The next time you see him, he's very far away and he never brought his head out. So we used to live together. One day I asked him, I said, Echo body, how are you able to do this? He said that, that's how he calls me. I am able to breathe from my bum bum. You know, there are some people like that. They have the skill to breathe not through the nose, but through the bum bum. So, whilst you are struggling for breath control under the water, he's breathing all right. It's a skill. And he knows how to float underwater. He needs to have to go under. And as he goes under, he's even faster than when he's on top. And he can go deeper. Echo body. He had devised certain skills that helped him to be useful in deeper waters. The point I'm making is that all Christians have been called to the blessing. But if you are going to get deeper into the level of blessing you are being called to, you need to build capacity that will make you go deeper in the blessing. Are you here? That is why the scripture for our lesson today is saying that everyone that is a saint must be gathered. It's a call to gather. Now, let us now differentiate those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. When we throw people on the sea, some can swim to this level, others that level, others by that. That's, some have made a covenant by what? Sacrifice. And it is those that have made a covenant by sacrifice. They see the greater works of God in deep waters. Please, <laughs> let's just take note of the fact that the first call was not the doing of any man. Gather my saints together unto me. You don't need to do anything. You just, you are a saint, you qualify. That's God in his providence. Giving you an opportunity to be gathered. But this second level, somebody, one, has to make a decision to make a covenant by sacrifice. There is a level of blessing that if you are a child of God, you don't even pursue anything. It's there for you. Even if you are an unbeliever, there's a level of mercy that is there for you. So the Bible said, God shows mercy to the righteous and the wicked. It's a level. Then when you don't want to be a wicked person and you receive Jesus Christ, that's also another level. Then when you receive Jesus Christ and refuse to be ordinary, that is also another level. Is God talking to somebody here? This second level I'm showing you are those that have made the covenant. That is, not every child of God is interested in building a deeper relationship with God by a covenant of sacrifice. And the ones that deliberately or consciously make decisions to walk with God based on covenant through sacrifice they see deeper things. I'm praying that that shall be your level. Amen. That amen they didn't come out at all. Amen. So, you, you will learn that the covenant this second level people made 
It's making them go deeper. Why? Because it is associated with their sacrifice. Sacrifice is what makes you launch deeper. Even two singers of the same quality, two singers, look at Whitney Houston, look at Sissy Winers, two singers. In fact, it is even believed that Whitney was more talented than Sissy, but she was not willing to sacrifice. She was interested in the Hollywood secular world. Whitney was interested in the immediate fame and was not interested in going deeper. You can go far and still be shallow and you will not last. For you to be relevant through time, be timeless, ageless, and indestructible, you need to go deeper by sacrifice so that your roots who hold ground for you even when the top is withering. You still know that there is life. Until today. Whitney died. Sissy is still around. What messed up Whitney messed up the daughter. Easily. Sissy is alive. Children are doing ministry. She is still singing. Anybody will sing their song. Sissy has re- almost retired in singing. She will just pick the song and spit around it. And then that becomes the trend. And recently I listened to her interview. She says that she can't hit her notes like she used to hit now. She said before she didn't used to do rehearsals. That might to just pitch her notes and all of it. But now... She has to rehearse and, and be at a certain level before she can sing at no no. I mean, these people sang King of Glory, feel this place. Just wanna be with it. It's not her song. Yes, you are and say you are God. You know the song? Every man, na, 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 na. they sang, 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 sang. The song was around, around, around. Sissy now came and sang some. As I'm singing right now, the voice you hear in your ear is Sissy's voice. Because she was willing to sacrifice and stay with Christ rather than enter into Hollywood. And chill and die like a chicken. Sacrifice. She, she just got deeper by restraining herself, pinching herself. She stayed in it. They all started in a chair. One stayed, one left. The one who left was celebrated. I remember I was in Germany some years ago when Whitney was a sold out concert, her own concert. She came, she had bloated, she couldn't sing. People were angry. Oh. And now CC is even building more money. It's like she thought she was done. Grandma. She even now. Even now. Because of sacrifice. Brother, when you want to go far. It's not a matter of speed. It's a matter of weight. And if you want to go far and all you believe in is speed, you will find out that you may cross the line and there will be nobody there to clap. You need weight. When a car is running to a place... It just displaces air. But when a glacier, when a, a magma, molten magma is coming, it's just burning houses. It's, it's, they all go in the same direction. One displaces just air. And you don't see even what they displace because what a car has is just speed. Turbo engine. But when a glacier, 
pack of ice, a pack of molten magma is coming. You will see any place it lives, you will know that something passed there. And whereas we may never see the footprint of the car that came and crossed the line, you cannot ignore the weight and the heat and the force and the power of the glacier or the magma. Is God talking to somebody here? Tell somebody, don't be in a hurry to get there without the right weight. And the weight you want to put on the matter today is called the weight of sacrifice. The weight of what? You will see that people can shoot up like shooting stars. And every shooting is a shooting. But there is some called premature shooting. When you shoot without the requisite sacrifice and getting your rising, your falling also comes as quick as you rose. Because you don't have foundations that will run as pillars for you to keep building higher. Any fool can rise. But look at what Psalm 24 said. So that it doesn't look like I said it. Psalm 24 verse 1. Psalm 24 said, The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Two. He said in verse 2, For he has founded it upon the seas. Well, just watch where God found it. Not, not on ground. He has, the, the whole thing God has found is on water. How many people can walk on water? He has founded it upon the seas. And established it upon the flats. Jesus told Peter, come. See that? As Jesus was standing on the water bidding him come. He was shaking like something. Because they were two different people. Number three, watch it. Verse number three. He said, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? That's a key question now. Any fool can rise. Ascend. He's showing us that ascension is not the only activity in elevation. There is also the standing part of your rising. Some people rise and never stand. That's right. You, you went there and you were, you were like an aeroplane. You shot up and the next thing you were thinking about was landing. That's why even though the plane has been carved in the image and the and, and the, 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 the size, not, not the size, the image and the figure of a bed is still not a bed. It's a metal airborne. Heavy metal. That it can fly up, but it can't stay up. The bed can fly up and stay up. Is God talking to somebody? Are you sure God is talking to somebody here? So, people can rise and they are unable to stand. Now, look at the category of people who can rise. That's right, that everybody can rise. But not everybody can stand when they rise. So, the next verse says that the people who can rise and stand. It says that he that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. You can see that <laughs> there is standard for staying there when you rise. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a joke. That's why I'm saying that. Don't try to be any special person. <laughs> special people don't last. You see playing the Biaba. Recently, when a, the, an Emirate plane, is it an Emirate plane? Was coming to Ghana, flown by a Ghanaian pilot. It was like the new technology of plane, the size that had come. But, you know, and, and it was wow! But that plane, as new and 
powerful as it is, it can still not stay up there for some number of hours. Because it doesn't meet the standard of the original bed. You see that the things there, he who has clean hands, all of us have hands, but you have to make a decision to dirty your hands or make it clean. It's a decision. And that decision, that sacrificial decision, say, this thing is there. It can dirty me, but I like it. I like it. Then somebody say, I'm able to restrain. One person puts hand in it, What's airborne? And another person says that I will stay away. Even though I like it, I won't go into it. And then the one who ate it could not keep himself up there again because the hands became dirty. Sworn deceitfully. Lifted his soul unto vanity. The point I'm making is that to stay up there, you need a key of sacrifice. You need what? To get deeper in whatever God has put you into as a matter of blessing, you need to have the key of what? Sacrifice. Now, there are two principles or platforms of sacrifice I'm teaching today. I taught the first one in the first service that there is a sacrifice that you do because these people are making a covenant by a sacrifice. This sacrifice they are making, one group of people and I'm not saying one group of people making it um, um, like one group does it this way and another group does it this way I'm just telling you that one way a group may be given an opportunity to do it is just doing it as a matter of divine instruction sacrificed by inspiration Abraham Take your only son Isaac. Go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there. Period. That's an instruction from God. Is God talking to someone? Come on now. Is God talking to someone? God wants a temple to be built. He said, tell everyone, bring out your gold. That's an instruction. That's giving or sacrificing based on divine command, instruction, inspiration. You are there and you see that the Holy Spirit witnesses to your heart. Give your house. Give your land. Do this. Do that. It's by divine instruction. There's no human being involved. It's not even your mind. It's God speaking to you. That's the first platform. And we dealt with that at the first service. Using Abraham as our case study. The second platform is... A sacrifice by a vow or by choice. Hey, are you here? (laughs) Sacrifice by vow or by choice. That is, God didn't tell you, but you made a choice. To make a vow to God as a way of sacrificing. First Samuel chapter number 1 verse 5. We see that there is a family there. Elkanah has two wives, Penina Hannah. Penina has got kids. Hannah has not got a child. And they used to go to Shiloh every year. To offer their sacrifices. Now. In this particular year. The Bible said. But unto Hannah. He gave a worthy portion. For he loved Hannah. But the Lord has shut up her womb. Are you here? (laughs) I have to quickly say that. The sacrifice that is made by instruction, inspiration, is God calling you into a place of fulfilling a promise he has made to you. I say it again. 
chapter 12 of Genesis, God has called Abraham, told him, you follow me, I'm going to make you a great man. Your name will be great. Your, your, your children will be plenty, blah, blah, blah. Then he calls him in chapter 22 and tells him to go and sacrifice Isaac. And if you read from verse number 16 downwards, you see that he said that, now I know that you are of age, you have matured. For the blessings, I, the promises I gave you before to see manifestation. I say, you see that when God is instructing your heart, put laying something on your heart to do, he's trying to bring you into that miracle, into that blessing. Are you here? That's God himself has seen that time is up. And so, by based on that fact that it is the season for your blessing, do this sacrifice, obey this instruction, and then you reap this harvest. Is it not beautiful? That's when the Bible says God watches over his word to perform. He's watching over it. And when it gets to the time, he will now instruct you on what to do to be able to appropriate or maximize the benefits that are in the promises. If you are here, say I'm here. Are you getting blessed already? Well, I'm about to preach this thing. But when it comes to sacrifice by choice or by a vow, it is God will just be watching you. He gives you an opportunity to create a channel for yourself based on your need. So Hannah has realized that Penina has got kids. The husband loves her. He said, I even love you more than five children, seven children, ten children. Am I not more wet? But Hannah says that, he says that, oh dear, you are a man. You have got kids somewhere. You have got another wife somewhere. You are happy somewhere. I know you love me, but you are overestimating what you think you are in my life. You are, are you not wet? You think that I came to eat, um, carcasses of goat and sheep that you give me a wedding portion to go to Shiloh. You think that is all? I should be fine. Hannah said, I'm not fine. Hannah said, I'm not fine. That, that you love me, the Lord loves me, but my womb is shut. Now, based on the womb of Hannah, that is the base on that need. Hannah made a vow unto God. He said, the one that I wait for God to tell me is based on his own program. The one that I make a choice to do is based on my own program that I see to be part of God's will. And I, I have to enter that space. It's a window of opportunity. That's a, it's Shiloh time. It's where every day I've seen a window. Even though he has not said anything to me, I know what I am contending with. And I've seen a window in Shiloh. This time around, you know, I'm not going to be putting meat and the rest there alone. I'm going to have a deal with God. <laughs> I'm going to do what? I'm just saying that this, this one, this level is what will make you know whether you are serious in life or you are unserious. This, this is it. This is it. So some people say, I'm waiting for what God will tell me, then I will do. No. Sometimes we wait upon the Lord. Sometimes the Lord waits on us. And when you know what you are contending with, you have to let the Lord wait on you. That is why you see that mostly in the Bible, your move is what determines the move of God. So, you see that people took certain steps and God came through for them. Because whereas in the olden times we have been told that, oh, let's wait for the Lord. Let's wait for the Lord. I waited patiently for the Lord. Sometimes you know, the patience is that you must move for God to move. The, the waiting is that you are, what are you talking about? You are waiting for God? Have you seen him before? Always waiting. I'm waiting for God. That's why I sister, when are you going to marry? I'm waiting for God. 
When are you going to school? I'm waiting for God. When are you starting the business? I'm waiting for God. Oh, because of your business in tea. God, wherever he is, he should just move and come and do kokoko in your house. <laughs> Wow! Really? Look at someone say, Really? Wouldn't you remember? It is God who told David that Solomon will be the one to inherit you. But when Solomon was put on the throne, God didn't come. But Solomon had a spiritual intelligence. And he went to put sacrifices on the altar. One that none had seen before. That night, God, God responded to him. Because the sacrifice was on ground. He was not, he was not waiting for God to come. He invited, he just drew him. I, I can't, the way my brother Adonijah and all those people, they are causing trouble. No? I can't wait for you to come. He said, when you see the kind of demonic and satanic and sometimes even natural things that are trying to battle you to waste you. You don't wait for God to come again. You look for his house. And you look for what will make him hear you quicker. Yes. He put the sacrifice there. God came that night and I gave him blank check. Solo, what do you want? Solo said, I want wisdom. Wisdom is all I want. God says that, as for the wisdom... I gave you long tea. And, and if you have asked, I'm giving you bad besides the wisdom. Anybody who uses sacrifice to engage God, they get more than they ask for. So I will give you wealth, prosperity. And you see, it is not the wisdom of Solomon that saved him. The thing that he himself asked for. That's not what saved him. Because he corrupted his wisdom, just married anyhow. But you see that the force of Solomon, wisdom plus wealth. He was, look, if you are fighting a wealthy man, it's like you are fighting a whole army. He was so strong that the Bible said that the birds in their glory, the flowers in their glory, they still cannot match. To the beauty of Solomon. Can you imagine? God was powerfully rich. Because he was not waiting for God. When you see that Adonijah is always on ground. Trying to deal with you. Don't wait for God again. Hannah. You see her barrenness was unnatural. Put that scripture there. Please put it there. Verse 5. But unto Hannah he gave a worthy portion. For he loved Hannah. Human beings can love you. But spirit may be dealing with you. He said, but the Lord had shut her womb. I believe this is Old Testament. This is Old Testament. So normally when something. They didn't have a perspective of Satan at that time. So, but under the New Testament, when Jesus came, they would have had a better perspective of Satan doing evil and all of that. But he said that a spirit has shut her womb. So when she saw that she has seen the guy in several times, and it was not working, because in their time, if you were not giving birth, you just needed some helps. And that's what happened to Rachel. Is that also? Yeah, she just traded the man for helps and then pa. Papa, you are putting efforts. Uh, you see that you are still going down. Charlie, that thing, no, I'm home to your mom, Jim. 
I'm saying that when you see the kind of need you have, one of the, you don't wait for the Holy Ghost. Show me what to do. Show me what. You look for, that Shiloh is an opportunity. What do you have in your house? What do you have in your life? And I'm going to show you that you can even enter into that in a potential blessing. My papa. What do you have in your house? Hannah said, the, the meat you have given me, no, the, the worthy portion you have given me, no, it is not enough. So this time around, I'm entering into a higher dimension because time behind me, but my baby empire, they may suicide. Who is who is spirituality? No, my empire, they may suicide. No, my empire, they may suicide. And this one that she cried and she groaned and she had been doing it every year, every year. The only difference that particular year is that that year, no. She entered into a vow with the Lord. So in verse 11. When she made a vow in response to her childlessness in verse 5. In verse 11 we are seeing the vow. What is the vow? And she vowed a vow. (laughs) She was not waiting. She vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man child. Very specific. He didn't say a child. A man child is a boy. In case you went to a bad school. Just listen. But will give thine handmaid a man child. Then, somebody say, then, I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. And there shall no razor come upon his head. God said, Now you are talking. Now you are what? We pray you cry. Your nose will be slimy. He says, it's like, I went to pour my heart onto God. Oh, Paul. Are you rain? Keep pouring. Hannah had been pouring since. Since. Every year she went to pour. And you know the shocking thing is that. In the whole house. Possibly apart from the husband. And among the two wives. She always gave a better offering. Yeah she had a wedding portion. Portions were given to. Uh, um, Penina and her children. But she was given a wedding party. She was loved more than the other woman. And yet, sometimes pastor loving you is nothing. Your husband loving you, sometimes it's nothing. Your boss loving you, sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes that love is what will keep you down there. Shine your eyes. Your problem is your problem. You need to know your need. And you need to understand the keys you, you have to use in order to open the channels in the heaven for your blessing. She made a specific vow to God. She gave an offer. You see, so sometimes, that, really what I want to teach you is it's not complex at all. You come in here 
you, you, of course, we give offering all the time, blah, 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 blah. But you see that there's an area in your life, and these things will come in the different phases of your life, different stages of your life. Praise the Lord. Question is, with the sacrifice that's already in your hand, what are you going to do if it is not enough to take you to the next level? If it's not enough. Or if you, let's say you don't even have anything. What are you going to do? The Hannah type of sacrifice is a vow. Is what? And that vow says that. If I get my first hundred thousand Ghana cities. I'm not only going to pay tithe. God, I'm going to give 50,000 out of that 100,000. You give me a first multi-million contract, I'm giving you half a million. And you need to see that there is a need in the house of God that is calling for what you have to fill that need. Because if we are saying all these things and we don't put it into the right perspective, you think that, oh, no, 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 no. At this point in time, Eli and his children as priests, they had been rejected by God completely. And God was in his own wisdom had put in Hannah in wait, it's like somewhere sitting on a substitute bench to come and fill the gap that Eli's priesthood has created. And by some supernatural intelligence, Hannah is able to pick it up and say that, God, and I could have asked that if you give me a child, but I'm saying that a child will not even, it will not satisfy the kind of need in the church. You need a man who will be a prophet, a priest to be here. So if you give me a man, you have a priest. <laughs> it's like telling God, you give me this contract, you have a temple. <laughs> I don't know if you understand it. God, the Eli that is sitting down there, there, you are just waiting to kill everything out of him. The, who is going to replace you is the issue. And I have seen that gap and I'm just making myself available to fill it. That's why after sacrificing, he went and stood before God and said, Listen. You give me a boy, I donate him here. <laughs> it's a full donation. It's what? It's a, if she vowed a vow. That is why, if you read Ecclesiastes 5, Then say, to be catching yami say, Nidia nina togaten muna wishaya, wenhuno, wenyamios, we you dear dadada. It's a better is it that thou shouldest not vow than that thou shouldest vow and not pay. Now, if you read down, you see that suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. One know how. Neither say thou before the angel that it was an error. <laughs> that it was an error. Wherefore should God be angry at thy voice and destroy the work of thy hand? I'm just saying, God, you can vow God will give you, you misbehave and he waste it. So they are making us run away from Bible. Can you go and try this in the shrine? Somebody say, hey, so, so, I didn't win in the Bible. 
นั่งแกไว้เท่าสมัยเด็ด the level you find yourself no you must consciously make a vow to take yourself out of that pit Oh boy, the preaching is done. Oh, oh the food we finish now. Every other thing is garnished. Those of you who don't eat dessert too, no problem. Now, verse nineteen. Look at Anna. When he, she vowed that vow, the Bible said, "Remember that God had made her barren. No, shut her womb. It shut." Verse nineteen. And they rose up. No, let's do verse eighteen, and then we'll do nineteen. I don't know if the message is blessing somebody already. And she said, "Let thine handmaid find grace in thy sight." So the woman went her way and did eat, and her countenance was no more sad. This is when she had encountered Eli the priest. And the next verse. And they rose up in the morning early, <laughs> and worshipped before the Lord, and returned and came to their house to Rama, and Elkanah, this husband of Hannah, who has been blowing Hannah's side, nothing happened. But after the vow, no. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. <laughs> the, 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 the response to the vow was that God made her pregnant. And please, the scripture is very clear that they left there early in the morning, worshipped, returned to their home. So there's no bed, no cave. Straight from church to home. It's not like from church to the hospital to the so that I said Elkanah, your man, you drove him and me many a kind. So straight from church. Oh, do you know? Blow my man. Hey, pronouns are fat. Yes. Oh, I, I don't want to today. No, I don't feel like minding this this side. What are now local? Wow! Wow! God just responded to you. Want to give me a boy to replace this priest? We have a deal. Papa, no come in. We are Oh, over the bus. Uh, this time around, but a vow just said, "Wham!" God said, "Who?" What chick is five? When you understand sacrifice by a vow, sometimes, sometimes, and I'm saying it carefully. You don't even need a very, very anointed pastor. Look at Eli. She had been rejected by God. She prayed for her now. Somebody rejected by God. Her pray- his prayers worked. You say, go. But before because I contract that I'm just saying that when you have already made your vow by a sacrifice. Even an intercessor in the church can release you. Or you yourself, you have released yourself. And if Eli was not them, Pankahana would have still gotten it. Hey! I'm showing you how you can be independent of any kind of program to make you over-reliant on what doesn't work. 
The ant doesn't have a supervisor. But it's able to build and have plenty in a lean season. Why? Because the ant operates with keys. Those keys, if you and I know how to operate them with the Holy Spirit in us, we should be fine. We should be what? We should be fine. Why are you not fine? Check your vow. Hey! Why are you not fine? Sometimes, when everything is fighting against you, whatever is in your hand, even if you eat it, you will die. Yeah. The widow of Zarephath, he told Abraham, he said, we're, uh, Elijah, he said, we're gathering sticks to go and eat this last one so that me and my child will what? It's not like what you have and when you eat it, you will survive. You will still die. So what are you going to do when what you have will not be able to sustain you? What do you do? You saw. What do you do? You saw. Beautiful. Okay, Lamborghini Grand Canyon. You say, Kosha Kosha, no. Yamitiasi. Fambone Chami, why? Sometimes Yanni be more da. Tiasi and Yanni Omo. Bibi, I be a bit to me, Abuami and Yanni Omo Biano. There's the idea. In Yanni Omo, we be no more, yes, who ye Kosha, one animal, sorry. And they say, no, no, I am for Swamon. Go preaching when it's obiti. Oh, say, O Kumbi Wawa, Yam Fatongs, Nekons, Hakon, Kotuala, Kutu, Kutu, Potongsan, three sisters, one eight, three sisters, which was killed. Aquabre, Qua spiritual compass. Now, Chicha. Just circles to make sure we be animals when the empire bought Jeremy and no pony empire and one or the nam. Hannah prayed her prayer entered a realm that the priest crowd could not recognize that this is prayer. He, she prayed past prayer. The, the priest now came to define her prayer as wickedness. You can, you can just be skilled to a particular line of spirituality to your own head. But some people pray. Uh, it's like you have prepared a field, then you pray for rain. Uh, one tall cutlass back around to seed. And then show you to by Elijah power. We be a solution to my be a one. Some some nyame a otiasi. What? Ensure not. A prepared field will not give you harvest because rain came. There must be seed on ground. There must be what? And sometimes you don't have the seed. This is what Hannah is teaching us. You do not have the seed readily in your hand. That's why it must go into a vow. Are you here? If you give me this contract, ha, God. Mate say, I say no more to us, I say, $200,000, a call. And you have to buy a scanner, you will need to be brainer, and I shall send you a what brainer, when you have a colana, which this child is adorable. Adorable, adorable what? What are you adorable? Be bad, don't know, say, see, ah. I don't want terrible. The, if you read the scriptures, the next time when they were going for Shiloh, Elkanah said he should go. He said, oh, no, don't. I'm, I'm, let me wait and win this child. And I will go and deposit the child at, to fulfill the vow. Some people even forget that they have even made a vow before God. And it's not like you have forgotten. You have just tried uh, to do like, have I paid or have I not paid? 
Sometimes you are believing God for something. I've told you the first one is God who says your time is up. This time around, you know that there is delay. There is frustration. So you engage a vow. What do you do? You engage a vow in verse 24 to 28. Watch Hannah. Hannah is not joking. And when she had weaned him, she took him up with her with three bullocks and one ephah of flour and a bottle of wine and brought him unto the house of the Lord in Shiloh and the child was young. Baby. And they slew a bullock and brought the child to Eli. And she said, Oh my Lord, oh Pastor Francis, as thy soul liveth, my pastor, <laughs> I am the woman that stood by thee here, praying unto the Lord. For this child I prayed. <laughs> For this child I pray. So sometimes. Where is the vow? Because Hannah did not tell Eli about the vow. She, please go back to that verse number 11. Her vow was in her prayer. Verse, just watch it so that you won't go and lie to yourself that, and she, please go to verse 10. I'm feeling it. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. Remember, she's praying. And in the prayer, and she vowed a vow and said, Oh Lord of hosts, he's not talking to anybody. She's in her room praying and she's saying that, Abba, 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 God, if you remember me and do this thing for me, I'm going to do this. Then you come and lie that because one man, sorry, I'm going to be a hunting. Who name me? I'm going to be a corner, corner, Most of your vows, you make them in your prayer. When I was a boy, I was a hobby. I was a humpo. But when I was a boy, I saw my thing. Hey! I saw my thing. I didn't know. Abim. Nyami. Nyami catcher. This is what I told God that I would do. Please, where were we? We were reading some. Somewhere, somewhere. Like that. Yeah. When she's fulfilling the vow. And when she had weaned him. Next verse, please. And they slew a bullock. 26. And she said, oh my Lord. As thy soul liveth, my Lord. I am the woman that stood by thee here. Praying unto the Lord. For this child I prayed. And the Lord has given me my petition which I ask of him. Therefore also, I have lent him to the Lord. The Lord has given me. On that ground, I have also come to, to fulfill my part. Is it a problem? Please, I want to ask you, why are you not talking to me? He said, as long as he liveth, he shall be lent to the Lord. 
and he worshipped the Lord there. From here, Hannah never called Samuel her child. Giving to the Lord forever. I'll tell you some funny things in the church. Sometimes somebody will engage God like this. And the miracle will come. If it's a land. If it's a house. If it's a car. If it's a money. They will come. God give. You have given. Then when they are not happy. I'm preaching it here. Then you say, leave that church. Leave them. Oh, when you were making a vow before God, was I there? You said if God gives you, you will also, you will sing for him in the choir until your voice doesn't allow you. Now, no, he's giving you three children. Your voice is still allowing you. Then you are telling me that, me, pastor, before, because I'm young and I don't have a family like you do, no. It's like I don't understand what it takes for you to take care of. Do you know what it takes to take off one child in Cantum 3? Not me, if I'm obey. Three children. And our mouth children are. Until your voice doesn't permit you again. Question is, and you could try a minute. Then we know that you can't sing again, but you yourself have made a vow. Don't change it. There's no amendment in this matter. Because you didn't make it before man, you did it before God. Why, why, are you, why are you changing it? Now you see that you are busy, but you are not fulfilling and honoring your part of the bargain. Legitimately, if it is so, but you have to create the same way that when the resources were not there, you created it deliberately. To create it, you are dealing with a spirit to stop this thing. When people are angry with church or angry with people, because we When you Unsra Anna carried Samuel and said, Then look at what happened. We are closing. When she did that, remember that that vow opened her womb. So when you make the vow, the, the testimony will happen. Then when you fulfill the vow, you are not only talking about the testimony happening. When you fulfill the vow in chapter 2 verse 18 to 21, you will be receiving grace to duplicate that kind of testimony. Are you here? But Samuel ministered before the Lord being a child gathered with a linen ephod. Moreover, his mother made him a little coat and brought it to him from year to year. When she came up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. They didn't stop. And Eli blessed Elkanah and his wife and said, the Lord give this seed of this woman for the loan which she has lent to the Lord. And they went unto their own home. And the Lord visited Hannah. Kiki, listen to this, this part. They went to their own home. And, and, and when you go home today, 
by prophetic instruction. It's Father's Day. And the Lord visited Hannah. <laughs> so that she conceived and bare three sons and two daughters. Beautiful. And the child somewhere grew before that. Somewhere was the vow. The vow was still growing. And the more the vow was growing, <laughs> Hannah was having more children. Five children she had. Aside Samuel. Five is the number of grace. I'm just saying that when she made a vow, her womb opened. The testimony happened. But some people will have a one-time testimony, like they call it OTP, one-time payment. It's a password, see Why? So I said, I vowed and God did. And then you started managing God in the corner. Like that. But this one, the womb opened. She took the testament. She carried the portion of God to God. Then based on that, God gave her five more. That's it. God now gave her grace to be able to duplicate what she had received. How many sons? Three what? Yeah. Three sons. And two, you can make it your company. Three sons and two daughters. Limited. Or enterprise. Grace. It, it is not what you have today. It is about what, whatever you are seeking to have. Whether it is sustainable. That I'm just telling you that any fool can rise. But to stay there. Grace must keep you in the slippery grounds. That's why I said that. Who shall ascend to the hill of, of the Lord? Hill, hill. As what throw. And who shall stand? Not many people can stand in the hill. Or on a hill. That grace must be keeping you. Yeah, that's kicky right there. I've given an instruction that today, you know, all other things being equal. Citrus, parables. When you go home, don't let that boy in your hair deceive you. Do this thing. Do it. Hey. Five. Grace. May you receive grace. <laughs> I said receive grace. For more contracts. Grace for more houses. Grace for more favor. Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Is that a powerful word? When does the grace come? When you honor. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-116-168. Or 0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service, 9.30 a.m. for the second service, and 11.30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministry.